Amigos and amigas, welcome back to another episode of Confidence at Toda Madre, the podcast. And I am in a Christmas singing mood, so I'm going to sing my song to you. If you follow me on stories, you've already heard it, but I'm going to sing it here because I can't get it out of my system. I'm trying to get it out of my system so that I don't keep singing through the rest of the podcast episode. So here we go. Twinkle, twinkle, little me, I have a lovely light. I'm the star upon your tree that makes your Christmas bright. Okay, so I think we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay, amigos and amigas, welcome back to another episode. I'm really excited to actually get into this episode because I did a post about it. And yes, the post was juicy, but I felt like the content I gave on IG, it would just be so much more expansive and it would hit a little bit more if I was able to do a whole breakdown, okay? So, oh, before we get started on that, Confidence at Toda Madre, the podcast, is brought to you by the Her Voice Network. Um, and again, her Instagram handle to learn all things podcast, all things podcast services is at Gaia underscore they. She can help you with all of that. So amigos and amigas, it is Monday, December 11th, and we're full blown into the holiday season. We're full blown into Christmas. Um, I think my Jewish brothers and sisters are like in the middle of Hanukkah. So the holidays are holidaying, right? And today's episode is something that I know that you need, but probably weren't expecting to think that you needed. Okay. So I'm really excited. Now my, I'm going to name this, the post I literally did the other day of some of y'all don't believe in Santa and it shows. And the reason why this is so important to me is because one, I'm a big, it's so interesting guys. Cause if I'm really, really honest, I, um, I'm a big Christmas person, but I'm a big Christmas person because my mom is a big Christmas person and my nana and tata so my mom's parents were big christmas people but there is a piece of me that has obviously a very tender spot because my dad always made us very very aware of this holiday and of this season because there are people truly who don't have the mental capacity, who don't have the financial means, who really struggle and stress during the holidays because this holiday specifically makes it very hard for people to keep up, to feel like they need to impress or prove or to show people that they love them by like a specific monetary item, like literally a physical materialistic item. And my dad grew up very, very, very limited in resources financially, was raised by a single mother. And my dad has always said since we were children that he was the Grinch because he really for a long time hated Santa Claus. And he was just like, 
he doesn't exist for me he never comes so i don't i don't believe in that specific thing so again my analogy is for the analogy's sake because i know that santa is very much a just again i know that the season can be hard so just i wanted to preface this conversation with that that santa is just my example for the analogy in order for you to get it because I am very aware of all sides of the spectrum when it comes to this holiday. Um, my dad, as a matter of fact, just always like really raised us with that. Like, yes, we had a great childhood and my parents always provided, but my dad has always made it very aware because my dad grew up with very little. And, and it's funny because I think growing up, my mom and since me and my brother have been like working and having jobs, we have always done our best to like really give my dad gifts because he is someone who like really enjoys getting a gift because he went so many years without receiving a gift. So I just, again, I want to preface that for this conversation because again I just I'm very aware so with that being said again just remember Santa is just Santa's sake for the analogy and again my heart goes out to you if you've been already over really overwhelmed with this season if you're stressed if um, and, and let me tell you with inflation and everything else let me tell you it's been rough out here um also I want to I want to really share something that happened with me and Drake and um I just want to tell you just because I want you to make space for duality. Uh Drake and Charlie and I are doing well and we're happy and we're celebrating the holidays as much as possible. As a matter of fact, tomorrow evening we're going to Zoo Lights. But today Charlie was bit by another kid at school he doesn't go to like school he just goes to like daycare while I coach clients in the days I coach and so Charlie only goes for a couple hours guys he doesn't even go like a complete day he literally goes for a couple of hours and um when I tell you how angry and disappointed and hurt we were we were uh, I think we're still kind of stunned a little bit. And I know that you could be listening to this podcast right now and being like, okay, binding someone's not a big deal. But I think when you really try hard to protect your kid in a lot of different situations, you think like, damn, we really tried to protect him the best we could. And also like, it's not a dig at the kid or the other parents, but also we want to make sure like that child learns and then also that charlie learns and this what's interesting guys is that i'm more stressed for like what charlie believes like i don't want him to think that in a friendship you just have to accept certain behaviors because that's your friend and as a matter of fact charlie really loves this specific individual and so that's why it was so alarming and so shocking because i'm just worried about the beliefs Charlie will have around this specific friendship or cause he's so, he's so little, but he's growing so much. Um, and so 
we were kind of upset. And so Drake decided to take us to Chick-fil-A for dinner just to kind of like lighten up the mood. And we had a big conversation with Charlie around safety and friendship. And, you know, like we just, we got to do the best we can within our own households. And so I just wanted to just share that with you because I want, I want to always try and be transparent. Um, I didn't want to share on, also we love our teacher, like who runs the joint. She's incredible. She's like rectifying the situation as best as possible. We trust her, etc. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like when, when you take the lesson, like it's just, whew, you know, it's hard. And so I just want to share that story because I never want to come on IG or I never want to come on this podcast and just make it seem like I'm always like the advice giver. I'm always the coach coaching. I also want to say that like as the coach, I have to practice what I preach and make space for duality. That yes, we're happy and we're healthy and we're doing all the things, but also like as a parent, I am I am in the trenches. I am learning. I am being molded. I am walking alongside other parents and I am walking alongside my child and learning together about how to navigate certain things. Okay. So I just wanted to share that. And if, cause again, being a parent is hard. And so I know that maybe you're listening to this and you're like, yo, that's happened to my kid before. And I wanted to go bite that other kid. Or maybe you've been the parent who's like, oh, my kid bit somebody. And like, I feel so guilty or I feel so bad about it. Like, I just want to say that duality is a thing. I'm not mad at that other parent. I hope that they have a conversation with their child, but I know that I'm paying attention to how I lead Charlie. And as a matter of fact, I just, I feel so sad for the little boy because Charlie really loves him and Charlie really like considers him a friend. And he's always so eager to go to school and like be with that specific little boy. So again, it's just like growth. It's just the process. So let's get into today. Sorry, I didn't mean to make that long, but I really just wanted to be transparent about that. Sorry, I'm scooching in my chair. So that's why I sound far close, far close, far close. Okay. So let's get into the meat of today. Some of y'all don't believe in Santa and it shows. And again, my Santa piece is just for the example because it's the analogy, right? Okay. So when we were children, we easily believed in Santa. Believing believing in Santa was just, again, it is, it, and let's be honest here, it's kind of like a society and a culture thing. Um, maybe you didn't believe in Santa, but it was like Nino Dios. Uh, maybe it was Saint Nick. Uh, I'm trying to think of all of the things. But either way, with that being said, Santa produced a lot of belief. And as a matter of fact, Macy's, their slogan is believe and who backs it up, but the man in the red suit. Now with belief, there's a lot of symbols and evidence of Santa, right? So you just believed in the magic of Santa. You just believed like when you saw the red suit, there's no one else that you see in a red suit that looks the way Santa does. And you're like, oh, dude, that's Santa. Like that's so on brand for him. 
believing in Santa felt easy because other people believed in him. You were being told stories about him. When you were young, obviously it felt fun to believe in magic and in wonder and in hope, all of those things. And again, you weren't too worried about the how. I remember for the first time for me, I my first how was like, I don't have a chimney. So how does that fool come in? But I wasn't too worried about it because I was like, eh, it's fine. He's shown me that he shows shows up. So I'm not too worried because he always tends to figure it out. And again, with the how, you, you weren't really tripping because at the end of the day, you were like, He's got reindeers to make his sleigh fly. And again, there was just so many symbols, so much evidence of Christmas magic. And not everybody can say that. Not everybody can do that. But when it came to Santa, you just, again, you were young and believing was so easy for you. And think about it. When you were young, your belief for yourself was also a lot easier. Because again, and I've done, I've used this reference before is when it comes to like your inner child, your inner niña, your inner niño, a lot of times when you make that like reference and think back, it's so easy to be like, damn, I was good at this and I was good at this and I was a bomb ass line leader and I like to sing and I like to dance and I like to draw and I like to all of the things. And it was so easy to believe that you were good at them as well. So easy. Now, again, through life experience, through life's circumstances, through even society and culture, your belief began to change. And again, it was by just things that happened, right? Like maybe financial hardship hit your family. Uh, Maybe culturally your parents told you to grow up, to put those things away, to get real about your future, to be honest with yourself, um, again, we, we were met with guilt or shame or criticism about some of the things that we believed in. And so little by little, we stopped believing because we were taking on someone else's belief or we were ta- being taught to believe differently or to kind of like half-ass our belief And so when believing became hard, then believing in ourselves became even harder. Okay. So I really just wanted to take the time for you just to simmer on that. And I want you to think about just how you used to believe as a child around Santa and in things in general And maybe even think about those certain life circumstances or life experiences or some of the things that society and culture did or took place for you to hinder or change the way you believed. Because those are the things that really 
really changed how you believe and how you believed in yourself. So yes, I want us to take ownership and become really aware of that. I want you to become really aware of your patterns. I want you to also be really self-aware where or to when things kind of went left with your beliefs and what caused your methods to change around believing in yourself. But I also want to work our way up. And I want to, again, because I'm the analogy queen, I want to give you steps in order to begin believing in yourself. And in my post from the other night, I even shared, I said that this is the work that we do inside of my program because building the self-trust is learning to believe. And that's the skill that I want to teach you. I want you to shake up your belief. I want you to remember your magic. And I want you to remember that your belief was always outweighed by the how. Like, it was way stronger than that. Again, remember when I said, like, uh, I didn't really have a chimney. But at the same time, I wasn't really tripping. It's almost like it's the other way around. Our how is so heavy now that we don't even make space for, like, Oh no, but, but, but my belief is stronger, but it's supposed to be the other way. You have forgotten how to believe and you're mad that it seems impossible to believe in yourself at this point. It feels hard. It feels frustrating. And it feels like you're lost when it comes to the specific area. And literally based on this, well, these steps that I'm going to give you, Every time you see a Santa during the season, I want you to think about this conversation. I want you to think about this podcast. I want you to think of me. And when you see a Santa, I want you to remember how much you used to believe, but also use that Santa as a symbol of, oh shit, that's a really good ass reminder that I also need to believe in myself. And I want you to really Think about how that same belief in Santa could feel if it was the same belief in you. Okay? So here's my four steps to begin to build belief and kind of hold hands with the self-trust. Now, obviously, I'm just giving you four steps. It is nowhere near to what I share inside of my program, working one-on-one together. But I do want to leave you with some takeaways. So number one, remember how we said in the beginning, like when you think about Santa, you, sorry, everybody's texting me right now. When you think about Santa, you think of the red suit, you think of reindeers, you think of his sleigh flying, um, you think of like his specific image, the white beard, etc. You have all of this evidence of what like Santa's brand is. Okay. And I want you to same thing for yourself. So for you, for number one, I want you to look for evidence of in that situation where you need to believe in yourself. Okay. And I'm trying to think of like a specific situation. So like, for example, When you need to really believe in yourself when it comes to your skills at work. 
when you really need to believe in yourself when it comes to the skills of creating something, when it really comes to giving yourself really the belief of, I have so much value. I have so many skills. I have so many things to share with people. Look for that evidence. What are the things people are always asking you for help for? What are the things to you know you're like, damn, no one does it like me. And again, again, here's where it's going to lead me to number two. So number one, always look for the evidence. You know that you're good at something, okay? You know you do something well. You know you do good And I'm saying you do good because a lot of times you won't say you're great. You won't say I'm fantastic. You won't say I'm awesome at this shit. You'll just say, yeah, I'm good. So you know you hit the good. Okay. And here's what's going to lead me to number two. Number one is look for the evidence. So look for it. Find it. Be generous with yourself. Because number two is you don't need a because because you don't have to defend it. You don't have to defend it. Highlight that, underlight that. You don't have to defend it, okay? This is what believing in yourself means. You don't have to defend yourself against yourself. And actually, as a matter of fact, that's one of the things that we really work on inside of group and group coaching and one-to-one coaching together because I want to get you so good where you're not trying to argue with yourself. You're not trying to convince yourself. You're not trying to have this like square off debate around your skills and your creativity and your goodness and your value. Hell motherfucking no. It's a given. Okay. So you don't need a because don't be like number one, look for evidence. And then you state the evidence and then you try to write because blank, 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 blank. No, fuck the blanks. Fuck the because. Why? Because you don't need to defend yourself to yourself. Okay. Number three, based on the situations that make it hard for you to believe in yourself, I want you to identify the circumstance or your experience and really ask myself, like literally, this is how I want you to ask yourself. Is my experience or current circumstance trying to change my mind about me? Let me repeat that one more time. Number three, asking yourself, is my experience or my circumstance trying to change my mind about me? And I mean that in the sense, is it trying to change my mind in the belief in me. Because again, when you're trying to say, I'm so good at this, I could start this, I could launch this, I could write an IG post here, whatever it is that you have that delusional desire, and we already know about delusional desires, okay? Those are the things that live in your heart and live in your mind that you wish or hope that you could do, but you just haven't taken action on. Okay. And then ask yourself, my current circumstance or my life experience right now at this time, is it trying to change my mind around the belief in me? 
Maybe your circumstance is trying to tell you, hey, you just don't have time. That's a really big one for people. It will change your belief because it'll say, "Mm, nah, you can't really pull through, sis, because you don't have time. But you have all of this other evidence that you don't need to defend yourself from that says you are the perfect motherfucking candidate for this. But your circumstance and your life experience is out here trying to fight you. They out here trying to go off on debate, baby. And you need to say, sit your ass down. You're trying to change my mind. But my mind's made up. Because I have evidence. And I don't have to defend it. And number four... Look at my evidence and look for symbols that support my belief and let me trust my intuition. And we're going to have a podcast episode about intuition next week, so I'm really excited to get into that. It's going to be a very, 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 very hot take, but I'm fucking ready. And again, so look at my evidence and look for symbols that support my belief and let me trust my intuition and trust myself. So remember how we said with Santa, yes, there's evidence around, but what are symbols that support it? Maybe your creativity is shown in so many little different ways that you just fail to realize. Maybe your skills are used so often, but you fail to see them because you're not paying attention. Maybe you're supposed to have this like super cool blog. Maybe you're supposed to help a mom's like dress themselves after they've had a baby. The symbol should be that you're always like looking for a cute outfit. That you always got a red lip to go to in your purse. Whatever the delusional desire is, let me tell you. There's a reason it's in your heart. There's a reason it's in your mind. And there's a reason that you have like all of these little clues. All of these little symbols that you just like didn't even realize. That say, yo, these are symbols that support your evidence. Where you should really truly trust yourself trusting is a form of you saying yes I believe in my skill trusting is a form of you saying yes I believe in my skill and I just wanted to repeat myself so don't worry your your podcast didn't skip I just really wanted to repeat myself do I make myself clear write these four steps down to really begin practicing belief like you once did in Santa. And I'm not trying, like, it's cool. It's cool if you want to believe in Santa. But I want to get you to believe in yourself. Because, for example, for me, if I'm being really, really, really honest with you, there's a little piece of me that does believe in Santa. Am I Santa in my household? Yes, but you know why? Because Santa is 
a symbol for belief, for believing in magic, in hope, in the season. I believe in the season because people are more cheerful. People are more joyous. Did I say at the beginning of this episode, though, that I do recognize and take responsibility for the privilege of the side of the spectrum I'm on around this holiday season? Yes. But in this podcast episode, for this purpose, I just want to teach you and give you the four solid-ass steps for you to begin believing in yourself the way you once believed in Santa. That's the goal for me. And if you're sitting here and you're picking up what I'm putting down and you're like, bitch, you are fucking talking to me directly, let's work together. Let's work one-on-one. Let's take action on all of your delusional desires. And let's get our self-trust popping so that your self-belief is crazy. And I'm inviting you, this is your sign, to be in the space, if you're local, here to Phoenix, to come be in the space for my vision board workshop, Saturday, January 12th of 2024. That is going to be so motherfucking good. The link is in my bio. And here's a bonus for everyone who signs up for my coaching, gets a free spot to the vision board workshop, and they get a VIP day with me. What's a VIP day, you ask? It's a day where you get full-blown like hours back-to-back with me, and we really hone in on those specific areas that you need to really, truly Take action on those delusional desires. Remember, I'm clarity to action in 90 days. And I'm also a two for one. We do the self-work that is so necessary in order for you to take action on that delusional desire. The delusional desire doesn't have to be a business. It could be something creative. It could be relationships. It could be friendships. It could be family, extended family relationships delusional desire. Maybe even maybe that even means that you want to deal with the people pleaser inside of you. Let's go. My delusional desire is to stop being a people pleaser. Let's motherfucking go. You deserve it. You are worthy. And again, like the title of this podcast, some of y'all don't believe it, Santa, and it shows. Let's get back to having belief and belief in ourselves, more importantly. My name is Sylvia Brands, your self-trust and confidence coach, encouraging you to live life a toda madre. See you on the next track.